With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You are listening to the one and only Visionaries Wrestling Network. Envisioning excellence and providing your perfect podcast experience. This is Band from Ringside. Tonight on the Band from Ringside podcast, Buddy Murphy and Seth Rollins take the tag, the Raw Tag Team titles. WWE NXT Worlds Collide is this weekend. The Wednesday Night Wars have another exceptional night. Our Royal Royal Rumble predictions, that and a whole bunch more tonight on the Band from Ringside podcast. Say that five times fast. God, I know, man. I'm not even drunk. (laughs) Ditch that nine to five. It's time to feel alive. Hello, Mark. So welcome to the Band from Ringside podcast. As always, I'm your host, Bill Vagie, a.k.a. the Corn Job Pipe. (laughs) And to my left, as always, we have my two cats, Zan Man and Millie. What's going on, guys? Uh, Uh, We didn't give him a mic. We didn't give him a mic. Now they're breaking away from your uh, ass. Two Beer Zach is, uh, he will be joining us a little bit later via cell phone. Uh, We have the technology to do it, so we're going to do it. Uh, The weather's a little hairy right now in St. Louis, so we, as much as we want to provide the perfect podcast experience... Uh, we it's it's probably safer not to do it tonight. But to my left, oh, excuse me, <laughs> all the way over there, we have Jason Cornelius Bell. What's going on, JCB? Now, don't be uh, belabored by the fact that I risk life and limb to get my narrow ass over here. But neither here yes. nor there. Yes, allow us to pull down the latest volume of the Band from Ringside podcast, volume one three nine, chapter three, verse fourteen. And the good smart saith. Hashtag boo the heels. It is all good, baby. Listen, share, subscribe, sub, sub, ah, listen, share, subscribe, repeat. Say that five times fast. Shout out to my girl Becky Balboa. I'll see you on Sunday. Weather's got us all fucked up. Nah, man. I was about to say I'm just a hot motherfucker. That's what it is. <laughs> <laughs> I'll call for what it is. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah, got it. Got it. Uh, how was your week? It was good, man. I was going to say, uh, I'm getting excited. Honestly, I was thinking about uh, the pie before I was on the way over here. I'm more excited about Worlds Collide than I am about Royal Rumble. And Royal Rumble, out of the big four for me, is the the favorite of the bunch. So I don't know if it's a, a poor build or just not enough of intriguing storylines to get me excited. Either way, uh, Saturday for me is, to me, must-see. That's going to be takeover for me versus Sunday, which is going to be, I don't know. There's a couple of bangers on there. No, I'm not saying that there's not going to be some good matches on there. I'm just saying that for whatever reason. No, I'm I'm talking about Saturday. Oh, yeah, yeah. Saturday, there's some bangers. Yeah, Saturday, like I said, Saturday feels like takeover. Sunday feels like Royal Rumble, and that's not necessarily a good thing. Uh. We're coming at you from the exquisite basement underneath where I live uh, in South City, St. Louis. It is snowing outside, but it's not uh, it's not really sticking. It's just kind of slushy. So yeah. I think I think uh, 
Well, you know what? We don't know. You know, Zach's got a Subaru. I guess he could have made it. You know? No, he could have made it, but, you know, that, that, I understand. He has know, a family to think about. Yeah, he has he's children that are going to depend yeah. on him for the rest of his life. My cats would figure out how to feed themselves somehow, some way, if it came down to it. So, yeah, they would be okay. And I'm in the exact same room that I worked my full day today, <laughs> so I really didn't have to do shit yeah, except sit here, have Jason bring me some white wine, uh, watch wrestling. Uh, without further ado, let's get to that three counts. Did it again. Yeah. What's going on, Jason? Uh, you know, it's it's a work in progress. What's that one count? One count. Uh, we're going to start with. I if I didn't see it, I guess I would believe it because it is WWE and it is sports entertainment. Buddy Murphy and Seth Rollins claim the Raw Tag Team Titles off of the Viking Raiders in the main event on Monday Night Raw. Um, good match, not great. Um, I guess. The storyline for me coming out of this is that if you have this new faction, I'm just going to call them the disciples, if you will, because that's what Seth Rollins is. I heard Salvation being bandied about. I think Salvation would be an okay name for him. Okay, we can go with that. I'd say it's a work in progress as as it is at at this point. I guess where I'm going with this is my problem is you have an established team in the AOP. Not saying that they're the greatest tag team in the world. Strange move. But they're a tag team nonetheless. It's not a strange move. I mean, this is WWE. They put singles guys together and they make them a tag team. And next thing you know, they're tag team champions. See the bar. That said, the strange move to me for this is if you want to play process of elimination of who's going to win the Royal Rumble, for me at this point, Seth Rollins is off. You're not going to have him win the Royal Rumble and then be tag team champion. So somewhere this tag team champion storyline will probably go into WrestleMania in some form or fashion. Okay, uh, that's great. It's Seth doesn't need this. I guess you can argue that Buddy Murphy needs it. Um, I don't see why he needs to be tag team champion. I mean, Intercontinental champ. I'm sorry. Um That'd be Andrade, the U.S. title, so that wouldn't right. necessarily work. Yes. Um, Buddy Murphy doesn't necessarily need to be tag team champions. For me, if you're going to make this legit about tag teams and tag team wrestling, you built up the Viking Raiders over this two- or three-month stretch where, yeah, they beat some legitimate tag teams, but they beat up a bunch of jobbers. So you were building them up for something. I just don't understand this being the payoff when you have AOP that you brought up that doesn't do anything that seemingly are healthy. Yeah, they they haven't even had a match yet since they've been with Seth, right? The fist fight, I guess, if you want to call that their match. Um, they've, you know, oh, beat yeah, down. Okay. Yeah, they had the fist fight. It, it, it is Vince, you know, and we've talked about this ad nauseum on this podcast before that – this is a this is a it's a Vince go to move where he decides to take two singles wrestlers that really aren't a tag team and make them a ta- make them tag team champions in order to further a single storyline because Vince long ago stopped caring about tag team wrestling. Uh, as an aside, can you imagine Rollins and Buddy Murphy versus the Viking Raiders? On an NXT Takeover style match. Okay, uh, now see. I mean, that would that would be something. Yeah, because they would they would let it go, and it wouldn't 
it would be a work rate match, and that's what NXT is versus Raw and SmackDown, which are the sports entertainment shows, neither right. here nor there. Yes. Um, I like NXT, so that just that speaks for itself. My, I guess just going back to my problem, because I'll just jump ahead for 30 seconds. Obviously, Adam Page and Kenny Omega won the tag team titles in uh, AEW last night. And I was seeing on Twitter and Facebook people having problems with that. Okay, I can. I guess if you want to make that argument, you can make that argument. But if you want to play revisionist history, Paige and um, Omega have been a tag team going back towards the New Japan days. So this is not just out of the blue. We're putting them together, and now they've won the titles. Even still, if you want to play... The, the AEW card, oh, they're just, you know, they just became, you know, a tag team AEW. It wasn't their first night out that they became the tag team champions. Seth Rollins and Buddy Murphy beating the Viking Raiders their first time as a tag team just can't happen. It devalues the titles, and it devalues the Viking Raiders as the team. I mean, the it devalues the Viking Raiders as a team, even though they haven't really done a whole bunch of defending. You can't devalue the titles really anymore. I mean... To make those titles something, you'd have to have somebody hold them for a long time. Like the New Day, even the SmackDown tag team titles that New Day held for a record 439 days or whatever it ended up being. um, Even that didn't do very much for those titles. No, but it it elevated the New Day, and I guess... It elevated the New Day. Uh, This is is to get over those two guys. This is to get over Seth Rollins and Buddy Murphy. I hope they're not hot-shotting to try to get to a Seth Rollins-Buddy Murphy match at WrestleMania, which is always a possibility. It's a possibility, but I, I, I just think that's too fast, too quick. It's... It, it, that's the end game. We want to, this time next year, then let's play that game, that that card. Right now, we're trying to build this faction with Seth being the head. Now, that said, if you wanted to put Buddy Murphy over, there's this thing called the Royal Rumble on Sunday that he could have came in, and off of this Aleister Black feud, he could have came in with that and did some damage. Not saying he's going to be the guy that eliminates Brock Lesnar, but, I mean – the Royal Rumble is an opportunity to showcase individual talents. This would have been a perfect opportunity to do it for Buddy Murphy, and instead they chose this way. So yeah, they could have had AOP have the tag. They could do the same thing that Undisputed Era. They could have the tag team. AOP have the tag team. Buddy Murphy have the U.S. and Seth Rollins going for the big championship. I I realize that's flawed because they're not going to have Seth Rollins versus Brock Lesnar again. But you. I guess that's... It's the same idea. Yeah, and I guess because maybe it's uh, Undisputed Era doing it, you don't want to do it on Raw. Okay, that's a fair argument. I guess I'm just old school in the factions where I look at it and I look at it like it's the horseman. If Seth Rollins is the leader, why does he want to be a tag team champion? That doesn't even make sense to me. He should be going for... The, the sole focus at this point is to win the Royal Rumble, to eliminate Brock. Either or would probably get him where he – ultimately I would think he would want to be if he's the Monday Night Messiah and he's going to be that guy, then he needs to be that guy on top. Buddy Murphy is the mid-card guy right now. Not saying he won't – before everybody loses their goddamn mind, not saying he can't Don't be or won't be mind, the 
end all to be all he can elevate. But right now, as it stands of January 2020, he is the mid-card guy, and then you have AOP as the tag team. I understand why you just didn't. It makes too much logical sense to have an AOP Viking Raiders match, not unless there is something wrong with either or team for that matchup to match. That's a lot of weight in the ring. That's got to be the heaviest. That's got to be the heaviest tag team. That's got to be the heaviest tag team match that would ever happen. Be AOP versus Viking Raiders, which could happen at WrestleMania. Okay, but then start a grease fire too. See, you ain't right. (laughs) (laughs) But you should, even if you teased it this week and had AOP lose by disqualification. You would still hold a, a, a win over the champs, and then you can continue this story, that storyline. This storyline doesn't even make sense because, like I said, for me, the big picture is the Royal Rumble. And Seth Rollins, to me, it, it's officially eliminated at this point without even getting in the ring. That's like uh, me, you, and Zach riding in the truck together all in the front seat. You're in the middle. I mean, there ain't much yeah. chance for you. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be a rough ride moving, for you. Man, <laughs> uh, so, uh, you know, just to have a little bit of fun here, because this is the fifth person that Seth Rollins has won the tag team titles with. Wow. Which makes him tied for third. So I'm going to ask Jason a little trivia right now just to have a little bit of fun. If you want to answer on your own, pause the podcast now as I give as I ask the questions. I'm going to have a few questions for you, okay? okay? Can you name the five guys that Seth Rollins has won the tag titles with? Jason Jordan obviously is one. Yeah. Um, I'm assuming we can count Buddy Murphy as two. Yeah. Uh, Two of them should be pretty easy. I'm assuming it's got to be the Shield guys. Yes. Um, That's three it, and four. Wow. I guess, okay. Um, who's off the wall that I'm not thinking about? Um, this was another instance of them putting two singles guys, guys together, together. Yeah, that's what I was trying to think of. To try to put over a babyface story. Um, In fact... I'll, I'll go ahead. Just I'm not even. They going fought to. each other on a pay per view in the same night that they lost the tag team. Strowman. Strowman. Damn it! That's All right. horrible. That's right. Okay, you can unpause it. Well, that's not the way it works. Yeah. Okay, so <laughs> so there's three guys that are tied with Rollins with for five. five. And do you want you want to try to you want to try to get this? Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, Big E's got to be one of them, I'm assuming. Uh, the New Day, New Day faction? No. Kofi? Kofi. Okay. Um, five. Kofi had CM Punk, Evan Bourne, R-Truth, Xavier Woods, and Big E. I do not remember him winning the tag titles with R-Truth. Wow. That's so many jokes there. Um Miz and Morrison has just come back. I don't think that they're at five yet. They're close to it. I think they said three the other night. Is uh, uh, Sheamus? No. This um, is who's had the most the tag team titles with the different guys. Right. I'm assuming that these are current guys. Mm, no. No. One of them's not. One of them's not. One of them is, but not necessarily – in this promotion. Right. Okay. Oh, shit, 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 shit. What's that, his name? You know all the people are listening to the podcast right now just They're screaming. Just again, screaming. And names. I'm just like, oh, you, you fucking, fucking idiot. idiot. <laughs> Go ahead. Put me out of my misery. Mick Foley had Al Snow, The Rock, Kane, Stone Cold, and Terry Funk. Okay. See, 
Yeah, I, I would that's a been. pretty good list. <laughs> uh, Jericho had Big Show, Edge, Christian, The Rock, and Benoit. Mm. And then there's one guy that has six and one guy that has seven. No, nope, I ain't even gonna try it. All right, six is the Edge. Uh, all right, not the Edge. Edge. The Edge with Bono. No, uh, yeah, right. Edge had <laughs> Christian, Jericho, Orton, Benoit, Hogan, and Mysterio. Hogan. Hogan. And Kane has seven. Okay. Daniel Bryan, Taker, Big Show, Pac, X-Pac, RVD, Mankind, and The Hurricane. Those are your tag team. Those are your all-time WWE tag team champs. Just listening to that list, the the team or the guy that kind of steps stands out a little bit more that where it it kind of worked, it started and it worked is Kane especially with Taker and Daniel Bryan being his tag team champion partners, Brothers in Destruction, Team Hell No. It, you slapped them together, and it, and it made it work. The rest just kind of feel like, like we said before, it just feels like this is something to further the the, the bigger storyline. And for this case, just going, coming back to square one again, I have no fucking clue where this shit is going. It doesn't even – I'm not uh, even you really think mad. They do? I mean, I heard I that. I, heard, I read that the WrestleMania lineup is still in pencil, which is crazy. At in in late January, that Vince hasn't had this because Vince usually has it locked down by November. or something. Well, I mean, I get that. Maybe that's, that's not true, but well, I think if that if that's the case, then I think that's part of the reason why Brock is in the Rumble because whoever eliminate eliminates Brock is probably going to get the title shot. If Brock runs the table, then. You know, that's probably not going to happen. I have other thoughts about that, but that's going to have to wait till later. Let's get to to our two counts. One, two, three. Okay, so we have uh, first time ever. Has there's never been a worlds collide? It's never been called worlds collide. No, no, no. They've they've done a couple, and then it became a weekly show. But this is the first time that it's been NXT versus NXT UK worlds collide. Right. So here is the lineup for this Saturday night show, and I'm telling you, there's some baggers. It it looks like an NXT. It looks like a takeover. Yeah. So uh, Mia Yim versus. Kaylee Ray, that's uh, that is on the pre-show. Okay. Uh, we have Rhea Ripley versus Tony Storm singles match for the NXT Women's Championship. Uh, Ripley has the championship. Um, that has a lot of potential. Um, those are two. Those are two ladies that are going to define the women's uh, division of WWE for a long time to come. For sure, I look for attorney Tony. Heel, possible heel turn at uh, some point during this match. We have uh, Angel Garza, who has the championship, versus Isaiah Swerve Scott versus Jordan Devlin versus Travis Banks in a fatal four-way match for the NXT Cruiserweight Championship. Um, this seems to me... Well, I'll, I'll you know what? I'll finish Just run down the list. I'll, Just I'll run down the list, okay. and we can break it down. We have um, DIY... Are reuniting Gar- Gargano and my dude Champa, or my two? I mean, both those guys are my boys. I love both of them. Versus Mustache Mountain, <laughs> which is still the worst name for the best team going. <laughs> it's the worst name for the best team. Okay, I mean, Trent Give Seven. A credit. Trent Give Seven's a older, credit. or he's probably Champa's age or something. But Tyler Bate, uh, who we we we, we gush over, we've, every ta- week. we've we've talked about a lot of Tyler Bate over the last two weeks. 
last two podcasts, certainly with the Beefers and with uh, his match last week. That has the potential to not only steal the show, but be one of the greatest tag team matches we've <laughs> that, ever that's, seen. And I mean, that's, uh, that's and you what know tag that team wrestling right now be. those guys are somewhere cooking Plotting up, this. Oh, cooking up <laughs> some shit. Um, and then we have two more matches. We have Finn Balor versus Ilya Dragunov. Uh, I think I said that right. You did. Uh, he is the guy that fought Cesaro mm-hmm. at that uh, UK takeover. I believe that was the black hole one. And this guy is, is a blue chipper. I mean, he's got superstar written all over him. And him versus him versus Finn Balor. And considering this is NXT, I mean, you got to think that that match is going to be off the chain. Yeah. And then what they're saying is the main event. And listen, an eight man tag team main event doesn't sound very exciting. Usually it sounds like uh, <laughs> bullshit into a Raw or something like that. <laughs> this is not that, though. Yeah, right. This is Imperium versus the Undisputed Era. Uh, the Undisputed Era lost the tag titles at NXT last night. We'll get into that later with the Wednesday no, Night no, Wars. No, 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 It wasn't the Oh, no, they, they lost in the uh, they lost in the Dusty the Dusty Rhodes tournament. They, is, let's sorry. just say they had a bad night <laughs> last night overall. They did. They had a bad night overall. But you got Walter Eichner, Barthel, and Alexander Wolf versus the Undisputed Era in an eight-man tag team match, <laughs> which on an NXT Takeover style event, that also has the chance to just burn the fucking house down. I mean, every single every single one on this card, you know, minus that Mia Yim match, which could also be great. No, it could be good. Yeah. It could really be good. Which match are you excited for the most? Obviously, the the main event is the slam dunk of the bunch, but uh, Rhea Ripley, Tony Storm is intriguing because we're starting to see cracks in the, the Tony Storm armor. Um, I'm not saying it's going to happen, but it there's been, you know, bits and pieces of, you know, Tony Storm kind of, you know, fracturing under the pressure of not winning back the NXT UK Women's Championship. Now she's going after Rhea Ripley, who she's beaten twice. Really confident coming in. So if she doesn't win this one, I wouldn't be surprised if that would uh, send her into a spiral downward spiral towards the uh, the dark side of the force. But um, that and I think Finn Balor and Dragunov, I think, is going to be the, the dark horse match because this might be the first time a lot of people would see Dragunov and I think that should be a treat into itself. This should be a, a really, really good show. One match. If you only got to, cho- if you only had the, if you only had, to if choose, you only man. could watch one match. Sorry, guys. If you only Oof. could watch one match on there, what would it be? If I only could do one, um, I, I know mine. The main event is t- is too obvious. Um, I mean, obvious don't necessarily mean bad. No, it doesn't mean bad. Um, it just means you're a hack podcast. <laughs> <laughs> the, the the fatal four way match: Jordan Devlin and uh, Isaiah Scott in the same time in the same ring at the same time is intriguing. Travis Banks hasn't gotten the push that I would like to for him to get in NXT UK, and then obviously you got Angel Garza that uh, is the champion and has a lot of fucking talent as well. Yeah, if I had to choose just one, because I think the others are pretty much fairly predictable, if I had to choose just one, that would be the one. I'd go DIY versus Mustache I know you Mountain. would. I know. Yeah. No, but I, I mean, mean, and that's what 
that match is what I think tag team wrestling should ultimately be, and that's why I have a problem with, once again, the one count where Seth and Buddy Murphy all of a sudden they slap this team together and they go out the first night and win the titles. That well, they didn't sense. slap DIY together. No. But DIY is not a tag team right now. Not I mean, right it's, now. it's slapped together for this yeah, for but, this event. But obviously, they were a tag team and a running tag Just team. Play for a while. Just play devil's advocate. Just play devil's advocate. No, you play devil's uh, advocate. The thing that I was going to say is that, you know, there's a couple matches here, such as the Fatal Four Way for the Cruiserweight Championship and the NXT Women's Championship, that have a chance to, depending on who wins, bring a UK guy over to the US right. or to have a US guy go over to the UK, whichever right. way you want to think about it. But it. It does look like they're making a hard push to make NXT UK something more popular here in the States. Yeah, I know a lot of people don't watch the UK product. I'm just now starting to get back into it again. I'm going to watch it when I get home tonight. Um, Yeah, and including the Dusty Tournament, I mean, you have the... uh, Grizzled Young Veterans. Grizzled Young Veterans in the finals. Right, Um, and I think that's one... There's some talent on the roster, I just think that's... The that big time talent, uh, the Walters, Tony Storm, Kaylee Ray, Grizzled Young Veterans. Those are the guys that are probably, if they're going to do it the way that you're describing it, they're going to be the first wave of the U- UK um, w- wave of talent to come into NXT. You could call it like a like a new wave. Dare I say a NXT UK invasion, if you will. <laughs> Get down on my knees and pray. <laughs> That's my new wave. That was bad. What? <laughs> no, I was just about to say it's better than me. I can't sing that shit. Um, I think it's going, I guess my biggest question is, and I keep bringing her name back up, but Tony Storm, I wonder if this is a move over to NXT and I'll just, just say it's NXT full sale. If that's the case, man, that, I mean, you're putting her into a loaded roster of women. I mean, there is, if there was a room for anyone to get in, it would be Tony Storm. But I mean, you got women like Bianca Belair, God bless her. She's getting ready to the challenge for the women's title at uh, the Portland Takeover show. I don't know if she even would get a chance to, if she loses there, does she get another chance to get the title back before she goes up to the main roster? Or I won't say main roster, but Raw or SmackDown at that point. I mean. It's it's going to be fun to watch the fallout. It will be because there's something that's going to come out of this. Even in the main event, don't turn away from the credits because you know this is, this is a takeover-esque kind of show. And if you turn away from the credits, for too long, you're gonna miss something. So sit back, pop some popcorn, enjoy this shit, because this should be a good show. And like I said, sit through for the credits because there's probably gonna be something at the end that we're gonna to have to watch and learn. And before we get to the three count, I just want to read you a text that I woke up to this morning from a friend of the show, Vice. Hey, he gives me my AKA. Oh, Geesman's in the house. Yeah, he sent me this last night, and I'm gonna. I I can't do it the way that he would do it because it would be a lot funnier. So I'm just going to read it as robotically as possible. Go ahead. Tony Storm is thicker than a bowl of oatmeal in all the right places. <laughs> Low five. <laughs> three count. One, two, three. 
All right, and for the three. Oh, sorry. No, no, no. Means, no I, we're going three counts back. usually mine. Yeah, I know. That's, so go, go, do that shit. I was gonna say the three count is the Monday Night Wars. The Wednesday uh, Night Wars, man. Wednesday Night Wars. I don't know why I'm so off today. You're looking forward to the concert. I know you're. Yeah, you're, I'm going to see, you're gonna see my dog tonight, Bobby Bear Jr. Um, so the Wednesday Night Wars. Let's see. We had. Let's start off with NXT. Undisputed okay. Era lost to the Grizzled Young Veterans. Interference, obviously, from uh, Imperium sets up the win. Um, it was good to see heel versus heel. I just I hate the distraction finish, but the right team probably went over with Grizzled Young Veterans. Uh, you're not going to have back-to-back uh, Dusty Rhodes classic winners at any point, not unless something weird just happens. But I like the the winner. I just don't like the finish. And then you had uh, the Broserweights defeat Imperium in what was a great match. Uh, the Broserweights are fucking cool tag team. I mean, they're two cool guys that work really well together. I know, I know. And, and they're kind of they got a really good yin and yang thing going on. I you don't know. like it? I don't I don't want to be a hypocrite because of me talking crazy about Seth and Buddy at the open of the show. I guess this is a work in progress, so I guess after two or three matches, it is a tournament-style kind of deal, maybe. I think in a tournament, if you get thrown together, but then you kind of make a run through the tournament, then you look it, like a tag team. It, look, it looks a little more acceptable. We'll see how it plays out next week against uh, Grizzled Young Veterans. I would still like the Grizzled Young Veterans to to win that, but it wouldn't be surprised if uh, the bruiser, the Broser weights won it just for the simple fact that they're not doing anything with Matt Riddle, and there's – I mean, that is just way too much talent just to have sit on the sidelines and do nothing. Tony Storm versus Io Shirai was a match. <laughs> it was a match. It um, was a match. Yeah. Um, I, I get it. Bianca comes in because Tony's in there to reaffirm the fact that she's not a part of this brand. But then when Rhea Ripley comes down and clears the, out the ring, it kind of <sighs> – I don't know. I, I just, uh, for some odd reason, I see Fatal 4-Way coming up in the future, and this is the Fatal 4-Way. I, w- I would really have just wanted Io Shirai to to, uh, to win the title just coming out of this, and then... She's the best wrestler of all. Out of the bunch, and that's kind of the Maybe reason why... not the why best I, character, but the best wrestler. Yeah, and that's kind of the reason why I'm... I wanted to see a finish for this match, Storm versus Shirai, just because it's two of the better uh, women's wrestlers on either brand, but... It is what it is. I just Bianca Belair is the one I'm really feeling bad for because if it, it feels like she's getting ready to be the one to first fall to, to Rhea Ripley and then from yeah. there, where does she go? I mean, they're not taking the belt off of Rhea Ripley, but uh I mean Bianca Belair's getting out there and she's getting T V time and she looks confident doing it. She looked really good last night coming out and beating up Tony Storm. She looks like somebody who feels comfortable. No, at the top of that card, and as long as you don't, and, fuck and with as her, a heel, yeah, as long as you don't fuck. That was the next words out of my mouth. As long as you don't fuck with her character, I think that's what she feels most comfortable in. And NXT will play to her. Strengths. Were you surprised to see Shayna Baszler make a return to NXT last night? Yes and no. Yes, in the sense of how that she. I shouldn't say that. Yes, in the sense that she's basically. On the way to Raw slash SmackDown, I expect to see her on Sunday. No, in the sense that you, I thought that you were going to put Shotzi Blackheart over again 
by having her defeat Baszler on the way to Raw or SmackDown via the Royal Rumble. So, so to be clear, and just as an aside, we're not cool with the name Shorty G, but we're cool with the name Shotzi Blackheart. I'd, I'd rather it be something that was more towards the character. I don't know. Shorty G is is disparaging. He's I don't a short, see he's any, a short guy, and his, his name is... Oh. I don't see... It's a disparaging name versus Shotzi Blackheart. Are your own insecurities <laughs> bubbling up to the surface here? Is that what's going on here, Jason? <laughs> you got me, dog. Oh, yeah. I see. Yeah. Oh, it's, so, it's disparaging. Yeah. It's, okay, yeah. yeah. It's, it's the fact that I'm, I'm standing up for all short guys under the six foot and under. You know, as a guy that stands a full 5'11 and 3 4 <laughs> I'm totally cool with the name Shorty G. I know you and then are. the biggest the biggest development off of NXT last night was Keith Lee versus Roddy Strong in a twenty plus minute match. Yeah, it was really good. It was a really good match. Keith Lee can obviously go. Roderick Strong, I, I'm on record as saying I think he might be the best worker in the entire company. I can't say I disagree with that too much. I mean, Roddy can go. It's just his size is always going to be his sin, unfortunately. Just, just, but just, just pure work. I mean, it's hard to argue against Gargano. This is a totally another conversation. I get it, but Roddy Strong is as good as it gets. Yeah, and he put help get Keith Lee over, made him, and Keith Lee looked like a fucking, fucking stud. stud. I mean, any kind of like real physical move where it, it made uh, Roderick Strong have to, you know, fly, you know, fly far. He sold it and sold it well. Keith Lee sold the the leg slash knee injury for a good portion of the match. At the end of the day, Keith Lee winning clean was, I thought, a really important thing because you didn't want a title change where... Not only winning clean, but, like, he he knocked out all of Undisputed Era. Era on the way to... He took them all out. Right. So it made him look as strong as humanly possible. And then on top of it, putting the cherry on top of the cake... He takes the title away from uh, Roddy Strong in the Undisputed Era. So, obviously, moving forward, the prophecy has now been broken. Where does this go? Does this leave the other Undisputed Era members in peril of losing their titles? Yeah, let, me, let, let me ask you this. Um, and I know you always say, give me 30 seconds. So, we should have a segment. <laughs> we should have a segment called Give Jason 30 Seconds. Right. So, with... I know I misspoke earlier. They didn't lose the belts in the speed of the air. They lost in the Dusty Tag Tournament, right. uh, the Dusty Rhodes Tag Tournament. They lost last night. Mm-hmm. Roddy Strong lost the North American title last right. night. Where do you see Undisputed Era going into WrestleMania season? Like, wh- I guess, do you see them breaking up, going into TakeOver? Where, where's, I guess the ultimate question is, where's Undisputed Era the Monday night after WrestleMania. Are they on the main roster? Ooh. Um, I'm going to say no. Um, it would – I'm going to say no. Um, the way I envision it, and it, it, like all heel factions, it implodes, but it would implode on Wednesday night. I don't see them on – not the night after WrestleMania. Not saying, it, you know, May, June, July – it could easily happen, or I'm one not, of them could come up. I just don't see them all the night after WrestleMania. I'm not saying that they're going to 
break up the night after WrestleMania. I'm saying the night after WrestleMania, could you see them coming onto Raw? Wait, that's not what I meant to say. Ah, it's not hot. Wait, wrong one. <laughs> you come in my face, I'm gonna fight you. I'm not talking about them coming onto Raw. I'm talking about them. <laughs> I'm talking about them showing up on Raw, maybe as baby faces to take on Seth Rollins, Buddy Murphy, and AOP. Ooh, um, little thought I had today. I, four on four. It wouldn't be beyond the realm of possibility. I just, I don't, I, I don't know. I just, I can't see that happening, especially when NXT has its own show. That would lead me to believe that Adam Cole would lose the takeover match on WrestleMania weekend, so then nobody would have the titles. Maybe then you would do it. Not saying you couldn't do it with Cole still being the champion. I just, I don't see, I like the idea. I could see it happening. I just don't, I think they, they're they going to handle their business on Wednesday versus Monday. All right, moving on to AEW, um, Kenny Omega and Adam Hangman Page won the AEW tag belts off of SoCal Uncensored, uh, Scorpio and Kazarian. Thoughts? Well, we kind of talked about it on the one count, and I was reading on Twitter that people were having a problem with this, and I get it. And the match is good, and don't get me wrong, I get the the beef behind it. SoCal Uncensored feels like the the more of the tag team versus Page and Omega, who seemingly, like I said, like a couple weeks ago, are that sports team that can't really get along, but they're so talented they overcome that. You can kind of see where at some point they'll, they'll break up and then ultimately feud with each other. I don't necessarily have a problem with this, like I said before, just for the fact that in New Japan they teamed before. Now, for those who didn't see that, don't want to, you know, recognize that, that's, you know, a totally different, you know, conversation for another time. The match was good. I get the long-term storyline. So for this scenario, like I said, I'll double down on the fact that they've been a team before. It's not like we just put them together on night one. They won the titles. They won leading up to this point. They won a match to get them the title shot. They won the title. So kind of like the Dusty Rhodes classic. They just get, they're getting hot. They won the title. So be it. All right. Britt Baker won. Uh, Jurassic Express versus Inner Circle was a decent match. It was a house show match, though, ultimately. Um, well, it's Jurassic Express. So, I mean, that's the Yano portion of AEW. You you get a good giggle Ooh. here. Yes. Yeah, well, no, they're they're the comedy portion. They are the comedy portion of AEW, as it stands right now. Oh, I I don't I don't agree with that at all. I mean, I don't think they're comedy. I don't think they're. I don't think they should be taken that seriously. But I think they're no, mid carders. I, I could if they had a mid card title, I could see two of those guys. Holding that mid card title, I yeah, think uh, uh, Jungle Jack Perry is the one that they're probably pushing the most. Uh, Luchasaurus has the size that fans, casual uh, fans, will again, gravitate to. Again, Luchasaurus, Shorty G. <laughs> one of them's cool, one of them's not. I don't know. I let you fuck call it. Is wrong with you guys? I really don't you call get it. Which one is I cool? I really He's do not out. get it. <laughs> I let you call which one is cool or not. All right, man. I, I, I what, don't think either one, one is cool. Based, I think they're both fine, though. I think one is based off of dinosaur. The other is disparaging. Luchasaur- you make the call. It's only disparaging if you 
hate little people, I guess. <laughs> no, I and don't hate. How am I gonna hate little people? I'm one of them. <laughs> well, no, well, no. <laughs> in the grand scheme of things, I'm a shorty G. When it if you threw me in WWE, <laughs> I'd be shorty short. I'm just short enough in that scenario. But go ahead, tiny little people listening. Ain't this a bitch? You guys are cool with us. <laughs> <laughs> Any short people listening? Yeah, I was about to say, pay pay him no mind as he. I always say at least you're white. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. Fuck. <laughs> uh, so MJF versus Joey Janela was a fine match. I I I guess I don't get Joey Janela. He's he's okay. He's. I want to. I don't want to say that he's a death match wrestler but that's kind of his deal that's his gimmick his forte whatever you want to call it uh i didn't necessarily have a problem with the match i guess my biggest problem was with is the post match where you have the bucks come out and attack mjf because cody can't the whole reason i get it the you got to have the villain get his comeuppance i get that but let's wait until that actual match yeah but so i think mjf's way, gonna win the match okay but uh, even so that's still, when, that's i mean you gotta keep it interesting for a while yeah the, to me what makes it interesting is that cody suffers the whole way up to this point he doesn't get any you know even backhanded vindication he's, he's teflon in aew though like, i'm not don't no, i'm not disagreeing with that he's totally teflon i'm just saying for i guess better choice of words for the fan base to get more and more invested. So if MJF is going to win, you have Cody, you know, not be able to touch him. You have him take these straps. You have him get, you know, softened up with this cage match with Wardlow. And every step of the way, he suffers and he still mm-hmm. can't touch, you know, MJF. And if the Bucks can't do it, nobody can do it. So now it just builds up to this match where now he finally gets his chance to get MJF. He's been waiting this long and then he loses. Now that's to me, is a, a great way to – extend this storyline if you want to. If you end it, you have MJF, you know, overcoming this mountain that is Cody Rhodes. Now he's, you know, undoubtedly the top heel in AEW. And then you can kind of go from there. Not not undoubtedly, but, you know, Jericho's still in the building. He is the champion. But behind Jericho, you can easily now cement MJF as the number two heel. And then we have Omega Page cut a promo with Shivani. And uh, Inner Circle come in and start talking shit to him. It looks like we're going to get LAX versus Omega Page. I still can't remember what LAX is called. Proud and Powerful? No, it's uh, Santana Ortiz. what I call him? I don't know what you're talking about. They were LA... Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> and then... Oh, you know what? I forgot to mention that this entire show was on the Jericho Cruise. <laughs> yeah, right. The Jericho Wrestling Cruise, which is... Amazing. That's amazing. Come Hold on. Hold on. I, I have my thoughts on this. And then we have Pac, Pac versus Moxley for the number one contendership. I don't think that the uh, the outcome was ever really in question here. Moxley goes over Pac in a decent match. It felt to me like they were holding back, like, because if those two guys really want to do it up one day, they could. Moxley's not my favorite in-ring talent. I don't think that his That's his not talent it. is lies in ring. Uh, it, I mean, he's good. He can give you a good match. He's more character. He's more character. Uh, but Moxley wins, so we have Moxley versus Jericho for the belt. Uh, hopefully, it's better than their 
cage house of horrors match that stop, they had whatever stop, the fuck it was called no you you know what i'm talking about was that a fast lane or something okay, okay. remember it's, that it's there was weapons yeah, and shit yeah I, no hold on a second you talk shit about wwe all the time and now i'm talking shit about some shitty ass match that happened four years ago and you're defending it oh i'm not defending it i want to think about it are you, oh, you just me? tell me to stop yeah just, <laughs> just ugh. The, the fact that you're even bringing it up just bothers me i'm not defending that shit all right by any so time. we have moxley versus jericho we're getting ready to get into our Royal Rumble predictions next. We're going to bring True. two beer Zach Pullman coming on here, and uh, we will have the Murray, the Murray man, Murray picks, and Sam, the engineer picks. Oh, shit. Sam, the Muller Mall. Is the puppet's in the house? Uh, he's not in the house because I forgot to text him. But Idiot. we will get it next. G- what? Idiot. Ah, it's not hot. <laughs> but I do want to ask you this. So True. if you could go, like, Vacations are few and far between for True. working class guys like you and I. True. A couple blue collar, you know, in the industry guys, you, you know. Staying on the grind, got to get that money. Yeah, so vacations are few and far between. Money's not easy to come by. Would you take a cruise with a bunch of wrestling fans to watch wrestling on Jericho's ship? Would you go to the Bahamas with a bunch of dudes Wearing fucking Bullet Club shirts? Hell yeah. Oh, you're fucking crazy. That is I am insane to me. I am a mark. That sounds amazing. I've never, A, never been on a cruise. B, never been out of the I've country. I've never been on a cruise. C, never been to the Bahamas, place I wanted to go. To me, this is absolutely perfect. I'd have loved to been on that cruise, hands down. Meet some of the guys, shake some palms, you know, pass the BFR. But you'd have to take your woman, yeah. though, right? You ain't going to go there. You're, you're Rebe- not going to be caught. Dude, it'd be if like Lord of the Flies. <laughs> it'd be like Oz. You ever seen Oz? You ever seen Shawshank? That's what it'd be like. Fuck. I was about to say, man, look, I might be short, but I'm fast. You're going to yeah, earn this you'd ass. Be, you'd be like out of BC with that fucking <laughs> hat barely hanging off his head. I'd be like Schillinger. <laughs> you know you got to shave your head and become a Nazi, right? Um, <laughs> no, I think it would be Knocking amazing. Knocking dudes out with peaches cans. <laughs> if you haven't seen Oz on HBO, I highly recommend yeah, it. Yeah, just it go watch the whole thing. You'll get all yeah. those jokes. Yeah, I was going to say it's an amazing fucking series. I would, I would totally go if, if, and obviously Rebecca would is more than welcome to go. But I think it's would she go or would she be like Jason? Take me to a beach. Yeah, don't was, take me to, don't take me on the ship. Yeah, with a bunch of wrestlers and wrestling wear, fans. Like everybody's wearing bullet club shirts. Yeah. Can you imagine the buffet on the? Oh, come on, dude. She, I can't go on that trip. She loves me. I love her. But that would be a hard as sell to try to oh no let's not go to the beach let's not go get weed and get high let's hang out with a bunch of jokers you never seen before I mean, you'll probably stop at the bahamas <laughs> you'll probably stop at the bahamas but what do you think the male to female ratio was oh, on that shit shit like nine to one nine to one i was gonna say i was gonna say eight to one just off the top of my head nine to one probably sounds about right Anyway, God bless those women that are on that shift. I hope ship. I hope you made it off safe. Listen, if any of you are listening and you're on the Jericho cruise, <laughs> contact at BFR Bill, at BFR Pod, at BFR JCB, at BFR Zach with an H, at BFR Lucha Chris, uh, Band from Ringside on Facebook, Facebook, Friends of BFR on Facebook. Please, our BFR Pod on Instagram. Please tell us how it was. Tell yeah. us what the male to female ratio is. Not that I mind being around a bunch of dudes. Listen, I'm a wrestling fan, 
We're going to be around. I ain't going on vacation with a bunch of dudes. No, look, we're not going to have to hang out, hang out. You know, if you meet people, that's great. But, yeah, I mean, I I would go solo, though, if I had to. No problem. No problem. No problem? None. All right. That's going to do it for our three count. One, two, three. We'll be right back with predictions. This is banned from ringside. This is banned from ringside. All right, we're back now. We have two beers. Zach Pullman joining us on the uh, on the Metronome line. What's going on, two beer? <laughs> Not much, man. I'm just uh, chilling under my weighted blanket here. I'm as naked as I am sober. Whoa! Very. Wait. So you're talking? To, are you doing? Are you podcasting naked right now? Yeah, first time ever. Jesus Ooh. Christ. <laughs> this is getting hot, boys. This <laughs> no, is getting hot. No, it ain't. <laughs> All right, so we're yep. going we're gonna to get at our Royal Rumble predictions. Like I said, uh, Sam the Muller Mall and Murray the Murray Man Murray are going to send us their predictions later on in the week. So right now, it's just me, Zach, and Jason Bell. So let's get on to those predictions. Hmm. Oh wait! I no, hit the wrong one. Yeah, it does. It one. doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Okay, so we're gonna start <laughs> off with uh, we're gonna start off with Bray Wyatt versus Daniel Bryan in a strap match for the WWE SmackDown Championship. Uh, JCB, I'm gonna start off with you. What do you say? Uh, as well, we should start off with the uh, reigning defending. <laughs> Smart of the coming oh champion God. as well. Here no, you, we I go. should. It Jesus should Christ. be. It should start with me go first. Ahead. God just damn pick. it. Just pick. I'm gonna take Bray Wyatt here. Um, obviously, I've been saying Bray and uh, Roman going to be the my Roman. Uh, yeah, let's try this again. Bray and Roman are going to be my WrestleMania match prediction. So obviously, to make that happen, one has to go first. This is the first domino. I would assume that would fall. Uh, this is really should be about Bray Wyatt being the the biggest baddest heel humanly possible to go up against whoever is going to win the Royal Rumble. I think he just drags Brian around from pillar to post for a good chunk of this match and ends up winning the match. What do you got? Two beer. Uh, same. We got the Fiend, and this will probably be the best match that the Fiend has all year because it's against Daniel Bryan, and I can't think of a better person that I'll have a better match with. So. Uh, RIP WWE Championship matches for the rest of the year. Yeah, I mean, Bray Wyatt really has not had very good matches since he's been the champion. Uh, some for storyline reasons, sports entertainment reasons, uh, which is a shame because he can really go. But I kind of like the logic behind Daniel Bryan saying this guy always disappears when the going gets tough. So I do like the logic behind having the strap match. Strap matches can be boring uh they probably won't be boring in daniel bryan and bray wyatt's hands so i am also going bray wyatt um next up we have becky lynch versus oscar for the women's raw championship uh who you got zach definitely got becky uh i do i have like a love-hate relationship with this build partly because I love that they're actually treating Asuka like a legitimate threat, but I hate that, like, Becky is, like, this, like, second-guessing, like, she's not, like, the Conor McGregor badass that kind of vaulted her to, like, the top of the entire company. Right. She's, like, this 
kind of like, eh, I don't really know if I can do it. And it's good to have a little bit of that, but I just feel like they've kind of, her character has not been as good as it could be. And I think you want to see like the two best people like fight, right? The two baddest asses. And it would be so much cooler if she went in there like a raging badass and Asuka went in there like a raging badass. And then the biggest raging badass just ended up winning. And uh, But I, I think it's going to be Becky Lynch. Yeah, I agree. I think it's going to be Becky Lynch. I think this is uh, has the possibility of being a great match, uh, as great as it can be in a WWE pay-per-view. <laughs> uh, so I think the ceiling there is probably around four stars. Uh, I don't see it getting there. But Asuka's, if not the best women's wrestler uh, in WWE, she's certainly in the top three. I like I've I've enjoyed the build. I like the fact that Becky is second guessing herself and that Asuka is the one that she can't get behind. What I would really like if if Becky uh, beat Asuka, but then Asuka went ahead and uh, won the ro- Rumble and challenged Becky right there on the spot. <laughs> I meant like fuck you, you can't get away from me. But I, I'm gonna I'm gonna take Becky Lynch also. What do you say, JCB? I like the build. Um, I, it's like to me. I equate it to like a video game. We all have that video game that we played and put the man hours in, and there was that one spot that you just couldn't get past. No matter what you did, no matter how hard you try, you go away, you go to school, you go to work, you think about that one little spot where you just can't get by. To me, this is where Becky Lynch is. You're second-guessing yourself with whether you can do it or not. I don't necessarily have a problem with that. I see what Zach is saying in, in the – you know the perfect world. You would have the two best um, of their, the two best women on their game at the right place at the right time. You could have a great match. Unfortunately, Asuka, as good as she's been built, built here, she is a tag team champion, and I cannot see another two belt scenario anytime in the immediate future. Asuka two belts just doesn't sound right. So I will take. Becky Lynch to retain the uh, SmackDown. I'm sorry, the Raw Tech Raw Championship. Jesus Christ! All right, we're going to go a little bit down the card here. We're going to go to Shorty G versus Sheamus, and something that I'm sure will end up being a pre-show match. Uh, I can't see Sheamus losing in his first match back. I'll take Sheamus. That's probably all needs to be said about this. What do you say, Two Beer? Yeah, same. Uh, as much as I'd like to see the newer generation. Gable go for, you know, Sheamus, who's really, you know, kind of at the twilight era of his career. Uh, it's his first match back. He's 25 years the- younger than Flair. <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about, Twilight? His neck, man. Like, I'm surprised he's back. Like, he's uh, he's got neck issues. So, I don't know about age, but um, he's really, you know, done a number on his body. And, I mean, he's far from the WWE champion of old. Uh, what did he have it like back when there was a spinner belt? Like him and uh, him not the quite the spinner belt. It was a little bit after the spinner belt, but he did. It, it was it was right when I started watching because I was like, "Who the fuck is this guy?" I think it was two thousand nine when he first won it. So who you got, Jason? I'm gonna take Sheamus as well. Um, as much as I want to pick Shorty G because there's a swerve and you just have to find the swerve and put the sack on the table and do it. I'm just not going to do this here. I think Sheamus goes ahead and uh, wins on the pre-show. Well, this has been a really boring prediction here Man. so far, guys. Sorry, like, all sorry. three of us have – you should Maybe be sorry. I am not. 
What'd you say, Zach? I said maybe it's just too easy. This is why I was saying I was not. Or maybe they're going to swerve us. Yeah, the swerve is going to happen, but I, I'm just. This is a safe swerve if you were going All to right. do it. We have Heel Bailey versus Face Lacey Evans. Jason, I'll let you go first for the WWE Women's SmackDown Championship. Who you got? Well, first, it should be the other way around. It should be Face Bailey versus Heel Lacey Evans, but that's neither here nor there. That's neither here nor there. That's true. Yeah. I can't see Lacey Evans going to WrestleMania as the fucking the champion. It just doesn't make sense. Bailey and Sasha is screaming to happen. It is the easy, easy, yeah. easy WrestleMania women's match. If you have Becky go over, you still have two or three women that can easily pop up to be the champion or they be the challenger for her, her championship. It's, you can't do it to Lacey Evans. She's not ready for this scene. I'm not. I ain't even mad. She's just not ready to take on a WrestleMania moment of this magnitude at this point. Give me Bailey to retain. Zach, who you got? Yeah, I got Bailey retaining. I actually like Lacey Evans as a face. I think she should have been a face like this entire time because the mother former marine is actually like an authentic character and we talk about all the time how the best characters are just tuned up versions of themselves and i think it's much more accurate than like the southern bell thing even though she pulled that character off she did Uh, but yeah she's still relatively green in the ring um and i don't see her taking a title to wrestlemania even though they're super high on her it's just not her time yet like she's got time so uh yeah bailey does I'm not even going to belabor the point. I'll go with Bailey also. Um, for all the reasons you guys said. Okay, so we got Andrade, who, you know what, we didn't bring up during the three count. Yeah. Uh, we probably would have brought up during odds and ends, but Andrade versus Rey Mysterio was a train wreck of a match. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Not necessarily for the best reasons. <laughs> no. uh, it was kind of a gnarly match with a couple of botches. Uh, and it looked rough on Rey Mysterio. Yeah, he took a who couple is, of bumps. Uh, who's not quite as young as Andrade. And maybe Andrade should be taking those bumps instead uh, of Andrade Rey Mysterio. Andrade took a couple of nasty bumps, too. Yeah, not as bad as Rey. Maybe Rey just fucked him up more. That that uh, Hurricane Rana off of the top of the ladder yeah. looked bad. Yeah. Uh, but I will uh, – I'll take – I'm going to take Andrade to retain – the U.S. Championship, uh, which what might be a pre-show match, I, I don't know. Like WWE's done a good job over the last few pay-per-views to not have it go until eleven thirty at night, which I appreciate as a guy who has to work at seven o'clock in the morning. Excuse me, <laughs> Jesus Christ! I, you stay throat. until seven o'clock in the morning, just motherfucker. About to say, just about to say something in my throat, man. I'm taking Andrade. Uh, who you got, Zach? I got Andrade as well. Uh, I really hope that this is not relegated to the pre-show, but I'm pretty sure it's going to be. <laughs> so um, this would be a match that if it's, it's really kind of a showcase for Korea, right? Because everybody's like already high on Andrade, obviously, besides the fact that for good he's reason, like right. talented. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it, now he's also kind of part of the royalty, right? Like he's engaged to Charlotte, like who's obviously a huge part of the company. So this like he's kind of like set and especially if his English gets better he'll be even higher and Vince is the theme uh, Carrillo is the one that even though he's mega talented and has that like total actual baby face baby face um, 
and he could be like a little cocky heel too. Uh, this could be a showcase for him to really, uh, you know, come into his own more than like a few matches on Raw, but unfortunately it'll probably be in front of a quarter-filled stadium and a pre-show, like in a two-hour pre-show in between Sam Roberts and JBL making fun of each other. It's, just, <laughs> it's not going to be great. <laughs> JCB, who you got? <laughs> Make it three for three. I'm going to take Andrade as well. This could be Swerve number two because obviously by storyline purposes, Creel has come back and attacked Andrade after the uh, the ladder match on Monday Night Raw. Um, I would like to think that at some point you would want to have your mid-card champion actually have a couple of title defenses underneath his belt before you take the title off of him. Once again, I'm looking forward to WrestleMania. I think Andrade would be someone you would be more comfortable with in a WrestleMania match, even if, if it's a mid-card match versus... Uh, Umberto Carrillo as the champion. So, once again, looking forward, I think Andrade will retain. All right. Roman Reigns versus Baron Corbin in a Falls Count Anywhere match. JCB, I'm going to turn to you first. <laughs> as I roll my eyes in disgust. Who gives a That's rat's ass? I called ass? on you. Who gives a rat's That's ass? Why I called on you, on motherfucker? This? You know what? This is why, this is, yeah, yeah, now you can go ahead and start pushing this button. This is why I hate fucking WWE sometimes. You, we really got to take 15 minutes out of my goddamn life to watch a Falls Count Anywhere match. Doesn't have so, to. You, you can look at Twitter, man. Man, look, you know I'm going to watch that bullshit. You can watch Pornhub. Look, I, I got to go for 20 you minutes You can watch Pornhub. No, I'd like to see the storyline unfellow before I get into that Did porn. that sound like he's in there? Yeah, there's some pretty good storylines on Pornhub. Thank you. Okay, see, you. I, I, I like to see my story first. Hold unfold. on, did that sound like he's heating up? A little bit. You can watch Pornhub. Yo, <laughs> good a bit. Okay, who are you taking? I'm going to take Baron Corbin here Ooh. after all the hoopla I just did, just for the Love simple fact. It. Just for the simple fact that we can't have Roman Reigns doing too much on one pay per view. The fucking masters might lose their goddamn minds. Love Plus, it. Plus, like I've said before, for me, this is the throwaway match. Baron Corbin winning here has nothing to do with what is going to happen Woo-hoo. later on down the line. So, Woo. yeah, throw that little joker a bone. Let this fucking... Throw that little joker a bone, yeah, he said. Let, let his little minions <laughs> celebrating the fact that he won a false count anywhere. No, no fucking relevant match. What minions are you talking about? Granite City? Yeah, I, look, I wish it was just Granite City. I'd just go up there and burn that joker down. <laughs> Nonetheless, I'm taking Barry Corbin to win Falls County anywhere over Roman Reigns. Two years, Zach. Who you got? Jason just went on fire. Follow that, <laughs> Man, Zach. Like, he almost convinced me, but I'm going to stick to my guns because I actually have Roman Reigns written down. So I'm going to pull a JCB and stick to what I had written. That's down. very honorable of you, Two Beer. Even though you. Definitely uh, had some very convincing arguments. <laughs> you know, I decided that I was going to go last here because I thought I was going to be only one to say Baron Corbin. I'm taking Baron Corbin. <laughs> I just we going down together, I, I, baby. I just I just think that like Baron Corbin could win this match, and then Roman Reigns could win the Royal Rumble, and then they could still have a Baron Corbin Roman Reigns match at Elimination Chamber. Or no, at- there's not going to be one. 
They're doing the Saudi show instead of the uh, the Elimination Chamber. Ah, God damn, I already wrote down Barry Corbin. I don't even want to fucking think about it anymore. All right, you guys want to have some fun? I thought they were getting rid of Fastlane, but they're getting rid of Elimination Chamber, too. I, I thought that... They, I thought Elimination Chamber's still going on. I, I could be wrong. I thought that... If only there was a podcast to listen to that would have, have these, these answers. Have these answers, yeah, no shit. Um, I thought that they were foregoing the February show, and I thought the February show traditionally was Elimination Chamber. I think that's the show that they're well, going to get rid of. two recently. There's been Elimination Chamber and Fastlane, or whatever the fuck they call it. Um, you know what, guys? Let's have some fun, okay? So we've been trying to. We've been trying to. This is our third Royal Rumble as a podcast, right? Right. And we've been trying to perfect the way that we're doing the points. <laughs> I think the first year we had it at thirty points. <laughs> yeah, because somebody was so far behind, <laughs> which is ridiculous. And then other times you could try to. Oh, you could. You could meet out your points, M-E-T-E, to have it be like, oh, I can take 15 on this guy or whatever. I say this time, it's you get three guys. If you get it, if you your first guy that you pick to be most likely is six points, second guy is four points, third guy is two points. Because really, there's only five or six people that can win the Royal Rumble, right? Yeah, I think that's fair. You agree with that too, Beer? Yeah, it sounds right. All right, so uh, let's go with the women's Royal Rumble. Uh, I'll go first. I'll put myself out there first. No, I, I was about to say I, I could do go first. If you Six, want to. four, or two. Uh, my first, my number one. So everybody's got theirs written down. You guys aren't going to change it after I say it, right? We're trying to avoid yeah, that, right? right? No, I already, I already I have, have mine in mind. I haven't written down. I was going to text you in case this technology. Uh, eluded us and I was to, uh, <laughs> be on the pod. No, so no, I say order. This thing ain't on, on my shoulders ain't just a hat rack too, Barry. My know? number, my number one is Shayna Baszler. She's my number one to win the Royal Rumble. Uh, for obvious reasons, I she has, she has legit kayfabe style, kayfabe style beef with Becky Lynch. My number two, I'm gonna go Ronda Rousey. Okay, she comes back, and my number three is going to be Sasha Banks, mm. because I could see Bailey winning, Sasha Banks winning the Royal Rumble, and then you have Sasha Banks versus Bailey at the uh, at WrestleMania. All right, uh, who wants to go next? I'll go next. All right, JCB, what you got? Um, almost what you have minus the third pick. Obviously, the number one. I will go with Shayna Baszler for all the reasons you just said. It makes sense, um, especially her winning the Survivor Series match in the uh, the three-way versus Becky and Bailey. Number two, Ronda Rousey. It, if there's a time to have her come back, this is a good time to do it. Winning the Royal Rumble gives her the automatic title shot, which I would you would assume would go against Becky because— Wait, I'm sorry. I was texting. Um no, I'm just going to say Baysworth is one. You motherfucker. Ronda you Rousey, Rousey is two. Okay. Uh, like I said, Ronda can easily come back and say, hey, you've given everybody else their receipts. Uh, I'm giving your, my receipt back to you because you beat me and my shoulders weren't up and everybody knows it, but yet you run around telling everybody that you're the man and blah, blah, blah. Number three, as much as I love the Sasha Banks pick because it actually makes sense, I'm going to go with something that doesn't make sense. 
I'm going to go Charlotte Flair as number three because that was it, my other one. Charlotte is Charlotte, and yeah. it's going to be a little weird to see her not in a title picture of some sort coming into yep. WrestleMania season. So you always have to hedge your bets, cover your ass, all that good shit. I'm going Charlotte Flair at number three. That was my other one. What do you got, Two Beer? This is literally boring as fuck because uh, I have Shayna Baszler, Ronda Rousey, Charlotte Flair. Jesus. <laughs> okay, but see, okay, well, here's my problem with with this. There's been four women that have been announced for this Royal Rumble out of 30. Four. Four have been announced. Okay, I know you want to keep, you know, the the hidden gems away, the surprise entrance, whatever you want to call them. I get that. But, I mean, damn, at a certain point, you you know, you would like to think that even if it's, you know, Lana, you know, announce Lana, announce, uh, you know, uh, Kyrie Sane, you know, other people, that, there are other women in this, uh, you know, division that can easily be in the Royal Rumble that doesn't have a match right now. Like the iconics, you know what I mean? Like okay. Just throw some, throw some women. Like just, just announce some women. Yeah, I just that's why they've I, only announced four women. That's what I'm saying. That to me is, is a big problem with this build, and and why I think we're coming up with the same answers for the at least the women's is that there's realistically four or five women, four or five guys that can win this thing. They've only announced four. It's like. Charlotte Flair, Alexa Bliss, Sarah Logan, and there you go. Somebody else. I mean, the women's for as as big of a deal as they made about the women's Royal Rumble the last couple of years, it's been a complete afterthought. Even more so afterthought than the men's Royal Rumble because they know that the Royal Rumble sells itself. Okay, keep playing. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Okay, so Whatever. the men's Royal Rumble. I, I mean, this has been the most boring predictions. You know what? If you're listening to the podcast, just turn it off right now. This shit's boring as shit. <laughs> Nothing's fun. No, I won't say nothing. I'm gonna let fine. I'm gonna let two beer Zach go first. Zach, give us your one, two, right. three. Uh, I can give you my one and two. Oh no, I, I remember my three. Okay, I was gonna have to look. Um, so number one, Roman Reigns, because you can't have Roman Reigns not in the title picture at WrestleMania, and this is the easiest way to do it. He's only won one Royal Rumble, so him winning again is, you know, puts him at an elevated status, you know, in, in history, but it kind of is a, you know, typical for his place in the company, and he's kind of been on the back burner, so that would be an easy way to catapult him back into the title scene and to get him versus the Fiend. Um, two is Brock, is because I think it would be super cool for him to get in at one and stay in and throw everybody out. Um, if that doesn't happen, then whoever does throw him out is probably going to be his opponent for WrestleMania. So that will be interesting. And number three is kind of what I actually hope happens just because the dude has the chops and he has the potential and he can definitely main event. And that's Drew McIntyre. JCB, go ahead. Huh. Kind of stole my thunder there a little bit, Two Beer. Kind of stole my thunder there a little bit, but I got something <laughs> for you. You picked my exact picks on the women. <laughs> I mean, come on. You know, you can't have a pick without guys, Charlotte Flair guys, somewhere in the guys, middle of this. Guys, take it easy. Hey, it's just a podcast, it's guys. A, We're all a, friends. It's a love fest, man. Back up. Uh, number one, obviously, 
I'm going with Roman Reigns because that has been my prophecy for the last few weeks. Oh, um, oh really, Nostradamus? Hey, look, if it, if it, <laughs> when it comes to pass, then you can call me Negro Domus if you choose. I'll just say this. It's everything the two beers said and then some. I don't think you want to make this any harder than what you really need to to get Roman Reigns back to where you ultimately want him to be, and that's on the top of the company heading, heading headline SmackDown as the SmackDown champion. So Roman Reigns, number one. Number two, I'm going to switch it up. I'm going to put Drew McIntyre at number two. I've seen a lot of Drew. Like Two Beer said, somebody has to, in my opinion, somebody has to eliminate Brock because I don't have Brock going coast to coast. As, as interesting as that may be, I don't think that it would be something that would actually happen unless you got him out of the ring. And, just because Brock wouldn't work for that long? Yeah, ultimately, I just think it would be a scenario. He, you would have to get out the ring and then like somebody would jump him and then he would be out for a little bit and then come back in. Then I could see that happening. I just can't see him going coast to coast a la uh, Rey Mysterio, Shawn Michaels, so on and so forth. Uh, Drew McIntyre's been pushed not heavy, but enough to where it can be feasible that he could be one of the few guys that could possibly eliminate Brock on his own. So I'm going to take Drew at number two. And number three is a surprise entrance. But if you stop and think about it, it could make a little sense. I'm going to see him punk as number three. Just for the simple fact that you can reintroduce. You can reintroduce Punk versus Brock at WrestleMania. You can put Heyman unglued. He would come in at number 30. Get out of here. He would come in at number 30, so he wouldn't have to wrestle long. Somehow. and, And I'm not saying he. By this point, if you want to keep Brock in in this, that's great. But in my scenario, Brock is out. CM Punk comes in. He wins the Royal Rumble and goes on to WrestleMania to face Brock Lesnar with Paul Heyman in the middle. Okay. All right. I mean, I love that pick. Uh, my first two picks are not very interesting. Uh, there. I have McIntyre at one. Because, uh, let okay, so there's two championships Two champions going into WrestleMania, right? We have Rock and we have The Fiend, Bray Wyatt. Roman's fighting Bray Wyatt, right? Yes. I mean, that's, that seems to be the way they were going. Now, we've been wrong before. This is our third WrestleMania in the podcast, too. But we've been wrong before. But it Bullshit. seems like... It's, call, I would, I'd like to see where you see where... Call that hour we're wrong. I dare you. Well, I, I've, I've been wrong before. Maybe, <laughs> okay. not, maybe not you. Maybe not Zach. But I've been that's, wrong that before. That sounds better. It seems like it's going to be Roman Reigns. They can get the Roman Reigns and the Fiend pretty easily without Roman Reigns having to win the Royal Rumble. That being said, McIntyre versus McIntyre versus uh, Brock Lesnar is gonna would be fun. I'm taking McIntyre. I'm gonna take Roman Reigns too, just because Vince can't help himself. <laughs> And number three, I thought about a few guys. I, I think that Ricochet is going to eliminate. I think that Ricochet is going to eliminate Brock Lesnar. Are you kidding? Because that, that thing they had the other night where all Brock Lesnar did was kick him in the kick him in the dick. That had to be foreshadowing something. I bet Ricochet gets rid of Brock Lesnar and then they have a match at one of the in between pay per views. 
That's not the worst prediction. You can make that face all you want, Jason. I'm not making any face. I'm just I'm sitting here quietly listening to what you're saying. I'm taking Kevin Owens at three. Because Kevin Owens Mark. versus Kevin Owens. <laughs> I know. Dude, it's such a marky move. Kevin Owens versus Brock Lesnar is the match that I want to see. I'm taking Kevin Owens at three because it's gonna be McIntyre or Roman Reigns. So I might you so threw CM Punk at CM Punk's not even in the company. Look, at least it makes logical sense. So if, I'm, if, I'm on, if I'm gonna be a mark, I'm gonna be a mark on my terms, okay? God damn it. You're just a mark because you want something to happen. At least with this, you can look back on the annals and be like, oh yeah, they did have a feud a while ago. It's two points, dude. It's not. I mean, <laughs> come on. I've already taken the chop. More of a fan than a mark, really. <laughs> no, for Kevin Owens, he's a straight up mark. I don't hey. want to hear that. Don't don't give him no out. Hey, two beer Zach. You know I can hang up What's on up? you at any fucking time <laughs> I want to. I can just cut you off. All right. So, just for reiteration, I took McIntyre, Reigns, Owens. JCB took Reigns, McIntyre, CM Punk, and. Two Beer Zach took Reigns, Brock, and McIntyre. Uh, any last thoughts? Any other thoughts on, do you think Cain Velasquez is going to show up? Yes. Early. Two Beer? I don't know, man. Is, did he have, I don't know if he had the surgery or not, uh, like the knee surgery. Um, I think that he might, like, play into WrestleMania, and they might keep him away. Um, I don't know. It, it just depends on. Any other like surprise entrances or anything? Let, let's have a fun thing right here for no points, but just a fun thing. And I'll go f- or I'll go first. So Brock Lesnar has declared himself number one, which is an instant draw to the Royal Rumble. It's a great. I I know we talked about this on the podcast, but it's it really is going to be like okay. Now I want to see who you number two watch is from the start. So who do you think? Now I actually care. Who do you think number two is? I'm going to guess. I have two guesses. I'll just give you the one that I want the most. Matt Riddle. I would, that would be Yeah, that ideal. would be amazing. Um if my second guess is our truth. Yeah, you son of a bitch. You stole Oh my shit, pick. did I? Oh, you I'm, so, of, no, I'm sorry. Dude. That was one of two. That was I really wasn't two. trying to. No, I know, but that's fine. I didn't think anybody else was going to have that. Truth in the sense it would be funny because it it goes back to their Monday night uh segment. Uh, I wasn't thinking Riddle. Riddle would be an amazing choice. I was thinking Orton just for the fact of, you know, Orton got uh, a hard raid by the uh, Brock back in the day. So, I mean, you know, this is a chance to get the receipt there. Um, I took a Xanax that night. It was rough. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Keith Lee, if you wanted to throw another another NXT guy in the mix. But, like I said, I don't even know if NXT – I would assume because Heyman said NXT that you would see some of the NXT guys. That would be another pick that I would like to see just to see the face-to-face because if you believe that a rub happens just for guys just being in the ring and standing next to each other, that's an automatic rub for Keith Lee. So, yeah, uh, Keith Lee, Orton, R-Truth, Riddle, all great number two picks. I would have no no problem with any of them. You're stepping all over – Two beer, two beer, my head. What do you got, two beer? Uh, I think that it will be something comedic because I feel like they're gonna throw, they're gonna have like Brock throw like the first five people out like immediately. Like he's just gonna be standing in the ring waiting uh, for these guys. So I actually thought our truth, which is funny because both you guys did and Bill thought that nobody 
would. But uh, I think that's like the most likely. Uh, I think I'm special, and- Zach. <laughs> <laughs> I have special thoughts. So much. I <laughs> yes. think it would be great if he put like a legend or a baby face. Like, just imagine if they like had Edge go out there at number two and the Lesser just threw him out immediately. That would be fucking great. I would I think, love that so much. I mean, it's really interesting. There's a lot of guys that could be that could be fun. Big E would be fun also. Like to have those guys throw around each other a little bit. Uh, but I digr- I digress. Hey, hold on a second. This is banned from ringside. Hey, everybody. We know there's a ton of podcasts to listen to, so we appreciate you guys taking the time out of your day to listen to ours. We got some birthdays. Honky Tonk Man is 67. Still alive? Yes. Michelle McCool is younger than me. She's 40. Uh, Mrs. Taker. All right, Pete. What? (laughs) Jay Briscoe is 36. (laughs) Road Warrior Hawk is 63. Evil is 33. Sasha Banks is 28. Sheamus is 42. Sonata this week is 32. So he's almost exactly a year younger than the evil. And Bob Sparkplug Hardcore Holly is 57. <laughs> hey. Bye, two beer. Hey, two beer. We miss you. Thanks for showing up, man. <laughs> or Evan B. Eatery. Check. For Millie. For Check. Xander. Check. For Reba. Check. For Maisie. Check. For Jason Cornelius Bell. bitches. For Vice. Check. For Two Beer Zach Pullman. Yeah. Go put on some clothes, <laughs> Two Beer Zach Pullman. I am Bill Vagy, and everybody boo the heat. <laughs> put on some clothes. God damn. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.